ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is the Brotherhood. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We got new equipment too. What do you think, bro? This is the Brotherhood and we are back and we have microphones, microphone stands. What's this thing called? This is like Processor. a little interface. Interface. Man, we're, we, we got it. We're back. We so got some software. Thank y'all very much for being patient with us. It's been a... We've been MIA for like three weeks now, maybe two or three weeks. So we just want to, yeah, thank you guys for staying with us. If you're listening, if you're still listening, God bless. Thank you very much. If you're not, then not God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, in case you forgot, uh, that brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. Yeah, thank you. And that brother's name is Brother Brandon Bird. Yeah, welcome to the Brotherhood. Two caption brothers. Two ordinary, extraordinary, and fabulous brothers having an ordinary conversation, conversation. That's right. about life, about faith, ministry, all types of good stuff, mm-hmm. and then and Advent, you know, we got Advent upon us. We are so. in deep, <clears throat> deep, deep in, in Advent. Advent. So, so we're both in school. We were in school, right? What happened? Yeah, man. We're, well, we're on. School we're on, got out. We're on. School's <laughs> out. Whoa. Christmas break. Yes, it and we is. We got Christmas break, so we had it was it was pretty. It wasn't smooth smooth time. I thought you know, like yeah. finals week. It wasn't it wasn't as hectic as it usually is in yeah. my experience. Um, yeah, it was pretty smooth. Yeah, well, when I know so. when we both of us studied in Denver for a little bit, and in Denver they it's nice because they give you those study days, but it drags it out, and it's like. Finals takes like ten two days. weeks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Two weeks, now. but Good. here in Texas is like bam, bam, bam. We get it done in three days, and it's yeah. like, whoa, what just happened? Bro, bro, I finished all mine on the first day of finals. It was a Monday. I know. It was. I'm done. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> Checking out. Peace. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was also done on Monday. For yeah. real, uh, it is a, it's a special feeling. It is. It's a good thing to study. It's a good thing to have a break from studying. So yeah. Shout out to anybody in school. Hopefully you're either on break or about to be on break and get some get some time to rest, some time to rest in the Lord, some time to enter into the the waiting of Advent and prepare for Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. He's here and he's coming. Oh, yeah, Jesus is here already. So he's just coming. Yeah, this is a mysterious yeah. time. Like Jesus is here, but he's also coming again. So but yeah, so just kind of maybe this episode we want to, you know, reserve it for some of the things that uh, Brandon and I have been doing uh, within the, the the past couple weeks, and then and then uh, hopefully we can talk about Advent a little bit and see how it has been a part of our spiritual lives. So yeah, a little reintroduction too, or you know, we did take a break with uh, Thanksgiving and finals and. Um, recovery <laughs> from all that so we'll be making episodes of freshness for y'all freshness episodes because we need yeah. freshness in our lives yes you know i was because uh, yeah my air freshener is running out in my bathroom so i was just thinking about that today actually mm-hmm. i need another air freshener so mm-hmm. like the good kind the spray kind you know <coughs> but anyway that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about, even though it's Advent, let's talk about Christmas decorations. Oh, bro, you, you've we, been a part of some nice stuff. Tell, tell, we have, tell yeah. our wonderful listeners what's been going on. Yeah, with so, well, man, I, I've been a part, um, hanging out with Father Anil. He's also a Capuchin brother. He's a good dude. Um, 
and he likes to do the crib. I guess it's part of their tradition. He's he's an Indian friar, and so I guess it's part of their tradition to set up a crib somewhere in the house, but like not the ordinary crib that you see, you know, like with you know five six pieces. That's it. Mm-hmm. You got three kings: Jesus, Mother Mary, Joseph. You know, that's it. And right. the house. So he goes all out, and he's got like. You know, three kings, Mother Mary, baby Jesus, Joseph, the house. And then over here, he's got like, you know, little houses and little people and mountains and everything. You know, they make the whole village. You sure. Know? Like so a whole scene. Make a whole yeah. scene. Yeah. Whole so universe for and, Jesus uh, to be born. He, 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 he asked me if I wanted to help him. I was like, yeah, bro, let's do it. Like, let's let's make a whole. Uh-huh. So we cleared out. We, we cleared the whole living room. Yeah. Put the dining like we're using the dining room table, <laughs> you know, and then that's we, how like, big our manger scene is, folks. Yeah, it we, covers the dining room table, and we, it's, it's like beautiful. whole. It's once the whole like, yeah, living room, bro. Yeah, like half of the living room yeah. wall, and we put up sheets on the yeah. the uh, the windows, and we cut so out they, stars. So they pushed the dining room table to the to the to edge the wall. of the room to the wall, and then made. The backdrop from the ceiling to the dining room table, the backdrop for the sky, for the universe of the manger scene for Jesus. And no, it's, yeah, then we put the tree over there. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah, we moved the tree. So we cut out stars and put them on the curtain. Oh, first of all, we went to the thrift store. Yeah. Oh. Because it was like, that. yeah, like, let's go, let's go to Walmart and buy <laughs> some curtains, you know. And, ah. You know, Walmart can get kind of expensive, yeah. you know. They, like a lot of stuff adds up so it's like yeah. nah let's go to thrift store man hey. so we went to thrift store found some huge bro huge like blue sheets bed oh, sheets for like two perfect. bucks a piece yeah you know and they were clean they they were nice nice uh so but yeah we got those and cut out stars and mm-hmm. put them on the the night um on the sheet and then we made like we got a brown one and made like mountains and then he had some cotton for snow oh, and we put yeah. a little river uh-huh. and then a little fountain yeah. and and who it was bought the cool. uh, who bought like the 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 bucket of animals and fences and oh he goats. had that he had that he, already? yeah he had that one nice. he just like pulled it out of That's this cool. random box so, yeah bro <laughs> so I yeah there's animals. like a, if you if you picture like a gallon of animal cookies like in a clear plastic container with a screw off lid but instead of animal cookies it's animals they're like the little instead money. of animals, it's like little tiny yeah. miniature animals. <laughs> like the so, play yeah. things you buy at like yeah, like for the, kids yeah. to set up on the on the living room floor and make a yeah yeah. So we've got a fantastic manger scene going, and then the next day I I go outside my room and there y'all on the roof. Tell me about that. We were oh that's right yeah so that was a, that was a decorating week man because okay we did the manger. And then we planned, all right, let's let's put lights on the roof. Like, mm. Neil had lights in his room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go out on the roof, you know, and we're, like, putting the lights up on the roof. <laughs> and he had mapped out this whole design. Like, I want it to go this way ah. and across and up at the front and around the back. You really? Know? It was already planned out? Yeah, he was already planned out. <laughs> That's cool. So, all right. So I go up there. And I, was, I didn't know where he was at. You know, uh, so I'm putting the lights on, and I'm uh-huh. like, "Where the heck is Anil at? Where's he at? He's supposed to be helping me." <laughs> <laughs> where was he? I don't know where he was at, <laughs> but he came. I think he was at the store or something. But oh, he okay. came back and he saw me on the roof, uh-huh. and then so and then he was there for a little bit, and then that's when uh-huh. he came out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we're putting Christmas lights up, and nice. you know, had to tidy, you know, plug them all in together, and yep. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, luckily yeah, nobody fell off. 
the roof. <laughs> it's the first time we've ever had lights on the roof. In the past, we sometimes had lights in the bushes in front of the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we've never had lights on the roof, so it's nice. really good. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool. We want to do another one right here on the tree. Mm, Wrap oh, around the stump, cool. you know. Yeah, the, the stump of Jesse. Yes, yes. If you don't know San Antonio, Texas, but there's a certain, like, at least I didn't grow up with this experience in Kansas where people wrap Christmas lights. Like, picture the trunk of a tree, and instead of the lights going up it, they just go around it, like, kind of, I don't know, as far as, like, the normal stump part, uh, the I normal trunk that, part. They do that at a lot of places, I don't though. know. Like, I, it wasn't in my experience, like, as much as it is here. It's very popular here, and I didn't. I didn't have that experience as a child. You have you're in the you got small town Kansas. Right. Yeah, I got small That's town. That's a whole Kansas. new different yeah. country though. It is. Yeah. I think we got <laughs> maybe it doesn't happen as much where there's snow because of the way the snow sticks to the tree. Uh, anyways, I there's a whole theory behind it. I just the, made that up. I have yeah. no idea. But anyways, the point is it's advent. We're decorating. We're waiting. Like we're waiting we for are. the we're, arrival. We're, pre- we're preparing the way for the Lord. Um and I got to be a part of, well, I kind of spearheaded, but together with the group of brothers for uh, the official Advent preparations, which mostly involved the chapel. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Talk we were able to set up the Advent wreath, and it's a little bit of a makeshift, uh, what's the, a thrift shop. Did you go to thrift uh, shop special? at Advent wreath? Well, <gasps> in, not this year, but in the past, that's what I did, because I went to like like the Catholic goods store, and then I went to like a Target or something. But these things that they want to sell you are ridiculously expensive. I mean, like just like an empty circle that you can put candles in is like $25 to $45. And I'm just like, bro, it was like that when we went to Walmart. We're trying to buy it. We're trying to to figure out how how we're going to do this wreath. You know how you, you Christmas you uh, got the wreath in front of the, in oh, the front door. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the front door. So we we went to Walmart. We're like, uh-huh. should we buy one? Should we make one? You know, and yeah, it's the same. You, yeah. you, there's like a huge wreath. You know, it's not even huge. It's like middle size, but it's like forty five dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I hear you. I don't understand. Yeah, so that was my a couple years ago. Now, when I lived here, I was in charge of the. I was the sacristan, so it was my duty to find make buy whatever an advent wreath so so what'd you end up I, doing well i ended up buying at the thrift store like a yes, just thrift a store, <laughs> I know, baby. I just love like just like an empty wreath like a wreath uh with the goat with the gold with the green you found a gold wreath bro <laughs> <laughs> that's not for advent with a green with the green branches and lots of red like uh, the holly or ivy on okay. it red red seeds or berries and then I bought like a little, like a two and a half foot stool. So I covered the stool or the little table with a cloth. And then I got to like I, imagine all this. All and right. Then I, and then I put the wreath down on top of the tabletop. But then I put uh, soup cans inside the wreath. And then I bought like imagine like a microwave and you open up the microwave. And you know, there's always like a glass dish there. <laughs> There's always a glass. Like, what's the glass dish doing in the microwave? That's the thing that you put the food on that turns. Right. Okay. Like the little thin one no, that you gotcha. don't even really recognize. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so yeah, I got I something almost <laughs> like that, that, but I think it's like a serving tray. Anyway, so then that's on top of there, and then you sort of cover that up with the branches of the wreath. And then I bought. Uh, I went to not Hobby Lobby, Michael's. World Market. Oh, okay. And I bought four big pillar candles, all four of them like purple color. 
Oh yeah, okay. And then yeah, I was you like, put the ribbon on yeah, the, on the and I was paper. standing around, like wondering. Cord. Yeah, I was like, do you have a? Anyways, and a lady comes by and she's like, can I help you? I was like, well, yeah, I'm trying to set up an advent wreath, and she's like, oh my gosh, I've been through the same thing, and my husband at the church or something. She's like, get ribbon and wrap it around the candles. I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. So the lady at the world market here in san antonio hit me to that idea anyway so this year we just pulled out all the parts and like reassembled it we didn't buy any new things or any new candles but what we did that i think for me has made the most difference um sort of related to the spiritual side of advent and christmas was um changing out the image of jesus we went from the san damiano icon cross to more of a sort of like rough hewn oh, bro. Yeah, uh, thank crucifix you with a larger corpus that really stands out from the wood behind it. And then we went from the sort of um, maybe like notebook size picture of Our Lady of Guadalupe to like boom, boom like, like portrait huge. size. Like, like yeah, like like life size. I haven't been to uh, Mexico City yet, seen the Tilma with my own eyes. It's on my bucket list. Yes, Jesus, I'd like to go there before death. That would be cool, man. Go so I don't think it's quite that big, but it's pretty big. So what we did is right behind the altar is we switched up from a San Damiano crucifix to a, to uh, a, ma- a San Damiano crucifix, icon yeah. that's all flat, which is very beautiful and a very historical, has great. So the, the San Damiano cross uh, historically is the cross that spoke to or the voice spoke through the cross to St. Fran- Francis before uh, during his time of conversion and said, Francis, can you see that my church is falling into pieces and rebuild my church was the famous phrase. Yeah. And of course, Francis took it literally and started gathering stones and rocks and actually rebuilding the church because it was falling into disrepair. And then eventually he realized, oh, it's more of a, a spiritual, emotional, personal, psychological rebuilding the church through living as much like Jesus as possible. So there's great symbolism to it, but in a history, but it's something, at least for me, I grew up with a lot of just sort of normal crucifixes where it's wood and then the corpus is attached to the wood. So we yeah. sort of moved more into that or into that. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's right behind the altar. And then to the left of the altar, we had a smaller uh, image of Our Lady of Guadalupe on the back wall, but this image is too big for the back wall, so it's on the side wall, and it's uh, it's big, and it's got some uh, nice little holders b- below it where we can light votive candles, and just seeing her up there, and she's always right behind the priest when he's giving the homily, mm-hmm. and or behind the lector whenever they're reading the scriptures, and and just for like, for me, it's helped me like enter into the waiting of advent like with mary ah, because she's yeah, so big okay. up there and it, we just had our lady guadalupe and uh there's a lot of great symbolism to it so mm-hmm. my waiting i've That's tried to cool. to make so it. how was that how was that uh because we we just celebrated our lady guadalupe on the 12th bro and uh so how was that experience of the day and the painting on the wall in the chapel how was that for you yeah i, I remember you 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 came up to me one day in the chapel. You're like, bro, it's nice to have Our Lady there. <laughs> it is. And yeah. You were like, you it's, know, it you gave I'm me that little eyebrow thing. You yeah. Were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. yeah. I mean, just in general, I mean, it's it's one thing. 
the image is of Our Lady Guadalupe. But just in general, to have a more visible Marian sense and just of the waiting of Advent and just imagining her and her prayer and her waiting. And yeah, just, just sitting with that in my own prayer. So, but my, actually my, Our Lady Guadalupe experiences were at uh, St. Mary Magdalene Parish where they did a great job this year. So just a combination of those. Has been yeah. Good. yeah. That's interesting though, too. Like if you, I mean, that's, that's really, you know, I'm thinking about it now, a beautiful image to meditate on, you know, think of Mary, like in her waiting, like where she was at when she received the message of Gabriel, like mm-hmm. this is, this is about to happen. And, yeah, like just imagine the whole emotion that's going on. Like, all right, what is what is this baby gonna look like? You know, everything that yeah. she has to do from here on out. Man, that's a whole new. Yeah, that's a whole new type of waiting. You it know? is. Yeah. Good, and so, yeah, I, I think in this time too, it's a beautiful time to pray for, you know, uh, expectant mothers. Of course. You know, for for all of those unborn children unborn children yeah and just kind of we're able to put ourselves in their shoes you know did the chair just break i mean did the chair just break it <laughs> might have a slight <laughs> malfunction <laughs> we went from software difficulties to hardware difficulties <laughs> i think yeah, the chair yeah. just broke did I it i think We've been breaking oh chairs my goodness, it broke. House. We've been breaking chairs. That was funny. Room. Oh, if man. you'd like to send a donation to the Brother Hut, you can contact us at thebrotherhut at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll take some gift cards for chairs from Home Depot, Walmart. That chair's gone. Even just that a couple chair. checks. We'll go to the thrift store. <laughs> yeah, bro. No <laughs> Please, we need some chairs. Bro, the other day we were at the gym. I was at the gym and we were driving by. Because right, right there by the gym, there's a, a donation center, Goodwill. And there's all these chairs. And Ooh. I guess they were like, they have them on the outside to like. Oh, entice people to stop. And- I guess. Or like they're there waiting to check in so they can bring them in or something. Oh, donations. But it was a whole bunch. And I was Ooh. like, dang, those would be good chapel chairs. Right. It's crazy. As a uh, fryer, you're like driving yeah. through the neighborhoods. So you're like, that would be a good friary. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good chapel chair. Right, like that plant would look nice. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you just all this stuff. It's true. It's true. But yeah, I, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> so one chair down. Two fries are still alive. Bro, but yeah, one two, we're dead. still alive. Yeah. Bro, we ha- like a lot. There's been a lot of our chairs. I know. Like going like out. Three in the. Yeah. In the. And we have like the weird chairs that they're 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 like puzzle pieces. They connect. Yeah, like, like uh, a rod and a cone. Yeah, a rock, a rock, a rod, and a a rod yeah, and uh, they connect like puzzle pieces, and then I guess through time that little yeah. thingy just goes. Yeah. yeah, a few of us might have a few extra pounds on us too. But Alex <laughs> broke one the other day, and he's he's, <laughs> he's like one twenty, thirty. <laughs> right, huh? Yeah, he, 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 he's trying to gain weight. So yeah, <laughs> like, you broke one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me. No. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, so shout out to anybody who's entering into Advent with uh, full heart and full spirit and preparing the way of the Lord for Christmas. We had John the Baptist shouting at us a couple weeks there in a row there on Sunday Mass and oh, I was telling like, us, who? <laughs> telling what? John the Baptist, hey, get ready for the Lord, Johnny Prepare B. Prepare the way. 
So how do you prepare for Advent, bro? Like, I mean, for me, I think Advent's one of the most, it's it's difficult to enter into, mm-hmm. I think, you know. It is. Well, that was one of my questions early on. I was, I was trying to figure out how much or if Advent is supposed to be penitential. Because oh, yeah, the I color is purple. Mm-hmm. And it's like a time of preparation for a great feast. Right. And I did some research, and it's a little confusing. The The Order publishes a book called The Ordo, which gives us... It's basically like a calendar, but it's in a book form so that we know every day who the saints are and what mass can be said and what pages to turn to in the prayer books and breviaries and stuff. Yeah. And it had some kind of vague descriptions... About Advent being a time of joyful expectation. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't sound like penance at all. And then I found a document from the bishops from like the early 60s in the United States. And it talked about something about a penitential aspect of Advent. And then as I dug a little deeper into church history, I found out that traditionally has had more of a penitential fasting preparation because preparing for the great feast you gotta you know the tradition is that you fast Mm -hmm. in preparation for a feast to make it even more special Mm -hmm. so let me so i have my i guess predictions or whatever you Mm want to call it so like um i feel like advent like with the colors you have Mm -hmm. purple and then there's obviously the joyful sunday right you know gaudete sunday Uh so What's the reason behind why purple? And my 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 understanding is purple because, uh, like, we're waiting for the king to come. It's a mm-hmm. royal mm-hmm. color. Um, yeah, so you're waiting for the king. Right. So it's that's that whole waiting is symbolized with the color purple. Is that, did you find anything on that or what? No. Um, Darn. And I've wondered a bit. <laughs> that's good though, because I that's yeah. I don't, what am I, I was going to say, I was going to try and say something. Yeah, I think purple, yeah, definitely has the royal kingly connotations to it. And I don't understand, or I don't know the history of the penitential aspects. That's a good one. If any listeners know anything about that, please write to us at thebrotherhood at (laughs) gmail.com. We want to know why is purple associated with penance in the church? Show us the way. Yes teach us a wise listeners but yeah man it's, i mean for me it's it's difficult to enter into mm-hmm. advent i don't know why and it's the same with lent you know i feel mm. like it i i don't get settled in until like maybe a week or two into it already mm-hmm. you know um but yeah advent and it's like all right i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting and i think because in my mind or like in my the way i'm wired i guess it's like all right i need i need visual like you know, any tangible stuff I could touch and see a taste mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. feel, you know what I mean? And so like an advent wreath, right? Like an advent like wreath, a giant picture of Mary, like a giant picture of Mary, like a, you know what I mean? And it, with it, a big yeah, and I, yeah. Yeah. And so we're waiting for Jesus. It's like, all right, I don't see. Sometimes you don't always see Christ, you know, in our lives. You know what I mean? Um, except when we go to mass, but I'm you know, uh, yeah, and I think that's that's what makes it difficult for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I'm waiting, and like, 
this is a long time to wait. Like, come on, let's <laughs> yeah. go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. yeah. Well, it helped me. Like the way that you guys sort of progressively decorated helped me. Like it's been good. Like so, we started. Like the first thing that happened was sort of the chapel redecoration, mm-hmm. and then the next thing that happened was the tree. And then it seemed like a couple of days later or a week, it's like, boom, now there's the a giant manger scene. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, there's lights on the roof. And then we put the little tree in the chapel. So for me, like some of that has kind of been yeah, and I love the way increasing. I love the way we do that as a culture, you know, like we incorporate lights, Christmas trees mm-hmm. and, you know, lights, lighting ceremonies mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that. And yeah, as a way of, I guess, internalizing mm-hmm. that. Getting the arrival ready. of yeah. Christ is coming, and so that we may have that, so that's great. Yeah, you know, so. But yeah, how 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 else? What are what are some other ways that you prepare or? You know. Well, yeah, I, you know, that's another thing that's sort of you know with Lent, you talk about the the three prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Yeah. But it seems like for Advent it doesn't it just it's not as clear for me to be honest like yeah. i really don't have a lot of strong advent preparations i mean i definitely love to follow the the daily readings for mass but even those are confusing too not confusing but like the first half of advent is focused on like the second coming of christ and you get all these sort of like end times and jesus coming back and then then it's like right around now about you know two weeks or 10 days before christmas that's when you start sort of getting the actual you know isaiah and a virgin shall bear a child and you start reading from the gospel of luke so yeah um and i i guess that's rather traditional too is that advent has kind of always had this like two-pronged approach so the first half of advent tries to get you to think about like the end of times it's all it's like apocalyptic apocalyptic yep and it's like the eschaton like the end of the world like the second the second coming of christ that we're all waiting for yes and then and the, the, the second coming is to get you ready for the first coming at least i don't know that's how i'm sort of understanding it better this year mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's a it's a good time it's a great time and then of course there's so much christmas that happens in advent in our culture you know every every episode of every tv show is the holiday season and there's lights up everywhere and stuff at walmart has been in christmas for the last three months already yeah and i feel it's it's easy to skip the waiting part you know it's like all right let's set up the christmas tree let's put the lights on the house or whatever you know christmas is here whatever and yeah yeah, i think as christians we're, we're, we're we're called to participate in the waiting actively yeah you know which is difficult and the question is how do we do that you know well one thing in the past that's helped me or that i've come to learn about since my time as a friar is the uh posada tradition the the, the nine days of uh tracing the steps of jesus and mary uh jesus and mary joseph and mary looking for shelter (laughs) in nazareth so if you don't know there's a tradition i think from spain and then it came to the new world or anywhere that the Spanish uh, explorers went with the faith. I think it's big in the Philippines and stuff too. Oh, yeah. A lot of Spanish influence. I think so. so it's, yeah, it's nine days of, of prayer and of uh, sort of retracing the steps of Mary and Joseph looking for shelter. And so you go to doorways and you sing a song and it's sort of reenacting 
Joseph and Mary looking for shelter, and then they finally get to the last door, and it's like, <gasps> yeah. come on in, pilgrims, and you have a big party, no, and pinata, funny, they're like, tamales. They're and, like, no, we're not going to let you in. No, go. <laughs> yeah. No, get out of here. Yeah. And then the last was like, wait a minute. Like, oh, like we're, we're Jesus. You're Joseph, we're Joseph and Mary. Come on. Right. Why didn't you say that before? Yeah. They're yeah. really it's a really fantastic tradition and I've sort of tried to enter into those every year and I actually haven't been to one yet this year. Same. Um, yeah. yeah. We gotta... Well, this has been an interesting you know, I'm still reflecting on this too. This has kind of been like my Star Wars advent. Oh, don't so... get me on Star Wars, bro. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. Just, don't yeah. don't get me on that. So I... but we've been preparing the way for episodes. <laughs> nine if you will yeah. and it's been different but it's, it's a lot to reflect on so especially yeah, yeah. and you know I, i'm just making the connection now because like i i don't like waiting and you know that like i you know who does I'm not, yeah nobody <laughs> we don't like waiting like you go to the heebie-jeebies down the street you're yeah. there waiting for 45 minutes just yeah. to get so your, side note heebie-jeebies is a grocery store oh, yeah. called h-e-b sorry it's huge in texas i so. call it I call it's it got a lot of nicknames. So. Yeah, um, but it was so. But, but yeah, so like just a lot of waiting, you know. Yeah. And I, I think a cool connection. If you're a musician like Brandon and I, um, I guess that I mean it's, it's a good thing to kind of connect with, you know. We're we're doing some practicing, getting some uh, music prepared and stuff, and um, yeah. And so as a musician, you have to be prepared for the changes that are about to happen, you know, changes for the key signatures, you know, being prepared for, you know, the, the right ins and the outs, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just waiting for the right moments of what mm -hmm. you actually plan. And so, but yeah, I just kind of made that connection right now. And it's mm -hmm. kind of cool to think about, you know, puts Advent in another perspective mm -hmm. on being patient, you know, mm -hmm. cause and how, yeah, you don't want to come in at the wrong time. That's or, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, then all those different then it doesn't music, sound good. music things. Yeah, huh. and how if you, when you're waiting, there's harmony, you know. So, whoa. Whoa. That's bro. cool. No, just I was like, just thinking of like Advent you know as like a whole music practice for like the song of Christmas. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah, I like that. I, you know. I don't know how to do that, but I like the way it sounds when I say it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there are many ways, yeah, that we can practice Advent. So if you if you play a mu uh, musical instrument, pick it up, <laughs> or sit behind it, or sit behind it, listen to a <laughs> CD or something. I don't know. That's a drummer joke. You don't actually pick up the drums. You yeah, pick you up just, the sticks and you sit behind them. Pick so. up the sticks, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the drummer's chair is called? The throne. That's right, because he's king of the beat. King of the beat. <laughs> I don't have a guitar joke. I was trying to think. Yeah, sorry. I have a good. Well, it's not about. It's about drummers. But a guitar. What, what do you got? You know what they call the guy who hangs out with musicians? The drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I, I, I wish I played drums more. But yeah, I don't play enough. Yes. So yeah, that that's a nice segue there, Vinny. Uh, we do fancy ourselves musicians, and um, I. You know, with all the stuff that's happened in life, I maybe don't give as much time to the craft of music, uh, making music, as I maybe would in a perfect world. But, um, yeah, how did you start playing music? Is it kind of in your family, right? Or Yeah, so, 
it's it's kind of a musical trait. I feel like my brother's doing mu- uh, music um, right now, so he he's the one who made our fancy little intro and outro bing, right bing, here. Bing. So he's doing some musical uh, things for his career right now, looking for that. And then my dad was also a musician in his mm. early life, like back in the '90s. He was a drummer for Moon Dogs, really like a rock and roll band, you know. And huh. they like recorded, yeah like a cd at the huh. college because they had like their own radio station they got uh, a cd out and uh yeah wow. but that was it Did and then on tours and stuff i think they were about to uh, but yeah. then something happened i'm not we're not very clear on what happened <laughs> yeah um, maybe your mom got involved something like that i don't know <laughs> is that true mom <laughs> no we want the full history of the moon dog breakup scandal yeah, no, please yes no. <laughs> but they had some good stuff man yeah you know? i bet your dad's cool i can it's, only imagine him yeah they had some, yeah i love you dad if you yeah, listen i love you too mom keeping those funky yeah. beats yeah keep the funky beats yeah so uh, there's been a few times that we played we've played together because he's he's uh he's a he's a good drummer oh, cool so, um, like, in the house you grew up in, was there instruments lying around? Was there a drum kit in the basement? Was there? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, growing up, there was there was a drum kit around. Uh, it was, yeah, usually drums. Okay. You know, around. Since your dad was the And then we had, a, we had, like, electric drum set, you know, uh, kind of in the middle of my life. Um, yeah, and then, like, I, I picked it up. Like, my older sister played the trombone in high school. And then... Nice. You know, she graduated, and then I picked up her trombone, ah, and then continued ah, that, and then that's where the trombone came. Yeah, cool. But yeah, and the guitar really didn't come into yeah, the so picture where, until get in there? I was like fourteen, maybe fifteen, sixteen. Hmm. You know, so what happened was my uncle was playing the guitar, ah. and he would play at the senior citizens' home oh, just right. just for yeah. like just for fun. And he's sure. like, "You want to come with me? Come on!" You know, like and <laughs> and I was just learning. Sure. I knew like one, two chords. Uh-huh. I was like, "All right, yeah, it's a perfect." Well, so, now you know like three or four, right? Yeah. Okay. So. That's it. So I, I upped my game a little <laughs> bit. Right. You know, I got four chords, bro. And if just you're, if you're yeah. learning to play the guitar, the perfect place to go is the senior citizens That's and right. just go. Like, they're gonna love it, right? Yeah, and they don't yeah. y- they, they don't even know if you mess up, <laughs> you know. So I I messed up a bunch the first time. Shout out had, to I all senior up. citizens. We love you. Yeah, we love you. If you're listening, we love you. That's right. Stay strong out there. Send us an email at thebrotherhood at gmail.com <laughs> and we'll come rock out at your senior center. Yeah. We will come rock out. <laughs> You'll love it. We got to come down the street right here. We should. Go play over there. But it's the perfect place to practice, man. Yeah. They don't ever know if you mess up yeah. or anything. Like, you mess up. And they're up. just so happy that something's happening. Like, oh, for some sure. Some of the very first Bible studies I ever led was at the ner- Senior uh, Citizens. Well, it was a assisted living center where I worked. And nice. it just kind of broke the ice for me. It was like, yeah, that's what sharing it really does. the faith with people and preaching yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's not preaching. But just, just a way of getting you comfortable, like with playing, sure. and talking, speaking, you know. All of that, and so, but yeah, and then. So your uncle would play electric, acoustic. Lab, he he played like a classical guitar, uh, and then he gave me his guitar, I guess, because he wasn't playing it anymore. Uh-huh. He said, like, "You can have it." And so uh, is that the one that you have? The acoustic. No, I, I had like a little red one, little red Yamaha. That's the one he gave you. Yeah. Oh, he's my sister has anymore. it now. Ah. My little sister. So we're ah, we're passing down passing instruments. Passing down. Cool. You know. That's good. But yeah, we've been kind of a musical family. I feel like growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and we've played a lot in church choirs and oh, sure. you know, my dad was a dr- was a drummer drummer for the church and really? Oh yeah. That's cool. And then like I played a little bit, 
for the masses and stuff uh-huh. and that's really where it kicked off yeah uh, like yeah. my whole yeah so huh awesome it's been fun man very cool yeah and then i guess and what have you you've been doing music have we talked about that you've been doing music this semester right for sort of your main kind of yeah i don't think we've talked about it. yeah so i was asked by the by father bill to do the do some music ministry for our spanish mass at 12:30 over here and so I've been preparing for that, you know, where, so where, go and play. What's over here mean? Our Lady of the Angels Parish here in San Antonio. Okay. So it's a parish we run. Uh, also, it's our second friary. Right. Um, south of San Antonio. So Cool. But yeah, man, and it's been fun. I've been over there playing for the Mass and preparing, and it's all Spanish, you know, yeah. so it's, you know, I'm I'm still getting comfortable getting used to like playing sure expanding your repertoire expanding that yeah in spanish Cantos mass. Españoles, yes you know how that goes and you've played with me a few I times i do though, yeah so we got to uh, in my pre-diaconate days yeah we would jam out i'd play the djembe and you would do all the guitar and the singing all the guitar right, so are you still doing the Vinny also writes music are you still doing the the misa nuevo monastero or I am. Uh, yeah, I am. Are, you, are the people are they learning it? Slowly? I think they're learning it, man. Yeah. yeah well, so. it's catchy. It just takes some time. It's a little different, but it's real. Yeah, it's a different feel. It's so if you don't know, I uh, I wrote I wrote a mass setting. It's a Spanish mass setting. Uh, so Misa Nuevo Misa de Nuevo Amanecer, which is the new 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 dawn. Yeah. Mass of the new dawning, new yeah. rising. Um, yeah, and then I I did one before that, an English mass setting. Uh, Mass of the of the Delighted Spirit, and I wrote that one in Pashanti. Oh, okay. And then it was kind of, I guess, Dormant. perfected or whatever, oh. in the Vishit with my honed. classmates and everything. Yes. So you honed it. I honed it, man. Nice. But yeah, so it's kind of been a, a a great gift and talent that God has given me, and I'm, you know, fortunate enough to have the opportunity to like use that to pray and, mm-hmm. you know, guide my own prayer and mm-hmm. so. But yeah, man, it's been great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that just makes me think. Um, I guess maybe we'll do a little. We'll do a little uh, future visioning of what some of the things are coming up in our lives and our ministries and in our podcast. And just uh, we have a dream, or at least we've talked about a dream. Of, I have a dream. I have a dream, and it's a music. So it connects with what we're talking about. Music is, um, yeah. I'm brother Brandon. I I fancy myself a drummer. Uh, thanks to my friends in college uh, who all played guitar really well. And by the time I picked up a guitar, they were already super advanced. Not super advanced, but um, anyway, so that got me into the drums. Yeah. And I had a little hand drum, and then I bought like a plastic drum kit, and then I stepped it up to a wood drum kit. Stepping it up. Stepping it up. We did some shows. We had a ton of fun. Love all you guys. Shout out to anybody from Blue Phlogistum or Of The Cave who might be listening to this episode. Is that the name of the group? Well, the, we were the, our first one in college was Blue Phlogistum. What is a phlogistum? I don't have time to talk about it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word that... Uh, so the word is phlogiston. And back when like the ancient Greeks and philosophers, before they knew all about atoms and polycules and, mar- and particles, 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 molecules and molecules, atoms... atoms. They so if you say if you have a fire going and you throw a piece of wood on a fire and it catches on fire, 
Yeah. And then the wall, the wood burns and all that's left is like ash and like little charred pieces of wood. They would say that it lost phlogiston. Like so it phlogiston, lost its matter? Phlogiston what? was like, the thing that would leave, like, but it wouldn't leave. It not, not like all the matter was gone. Just like some of it, there would still be ashes and like chunks of charred wood. Okay. So phlogiston. We just, I was in physics class at that year that we started playing music and we just added the word blue and we thought it was cool. <laughs> that was cool. And then, uh, so then we, then after college, um, a couple of the members left the band and we reformed as of the cave. The cave. Of, of, oh, of the cave. Of the of cave. cave. Yeah, as of the cave. Nice. Anyways. Um, wow. So I never I never played in a studio, never made an album. We did live shows. We had a lot of fun. But uh, my co-host here, Brother Vincent Mary Carrasco, uh, writes music, and I enjoy playing along to it. So anyways, we're, we're dreaming, we're talking, we're moving towards making a – an EP, a small album, some sort of that's right, Amen. some sort of thing to share with the world as a mm-hmm. as a prayer, as a ministry, as um, yeah, just something from our hearts, from our lives. Yeah. And what I wanted to say about that, though, especially, is that I've heard you, Vinny, uh, play other people's music, and you're good at that, and it sounds good. But thank you, man. At least for me. When you play and sing and pray your own music, it's like, it's different yeah. than when you play other people's music. Bro, I noticed that too. And Thank you, man. And there's something about the way your voice sounds and there's something about the way that you write the lyrics and express yourself that I think has the chance to help other people grow closer to God. And I know like I want to be a part of that musically. And so stay tuned. Wow, man! Thank you. Um, high five, bro. Give yeah, me, high five. Give me a hug. Mm, here we go. Um, and the other thing, uh, is there anything you want to say about that? No. I well, I mean, thank you, man. I yeah. appreciate it. I mean, just yeah, thank you yeah, very much. Thank be to God. And it's so great that I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still sort of shocked when I walk in my like friary bedroom and like see my drum kit in there. It's like, <laughs> it's like Whoa, I can't believe this is real. Like, yeah. I definitely, I gotta be playing these more, man. They're yeah. right here, so. I appreciate you getting me back on the kit, um, bro. Yeah. And the other thing I think that we wanna we wanna focus on in the near future is India, India, the subcontinent of India. We won't get into all the details right now, but um, we live with Capuchin brothers who are priests, also from the country of India, and. I don't know too much about it. I know a little bit, but with a little bit that we know, we want to share with you all and then get some of these brothers on, on to the brother here. hut. Yeah. Just share them with the world. Yeah. yeah. Introduce them. And what any other, you were talking something earlier. I forget exactly what we'll just talk about. Maybe what, how, like what their experience of oh, yeah, America yeah. is coming from another culture, coming mm-hmm. from another country um yeah and just maybe some differences like mm-hmm. that they've experienced yeah. or whatever you know so so stay tuned for all that ladies and gentlemen our lovely wonderful podcast our faithful Brother few. listeners yes we're back we're we back so to, uh keep churning these out during the christmas season and into 2020 
Amen. Amen. All right, listeners, thanks a lot for staying with us. Um, so keep us, yeah, we're on um, Apple. We're on uh, Spotify. Podbean. So Podbean. Yeah, we so leave a us a comment. Now. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts, and we'll, 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 we'll keep giving. We'll them. see you in Christmas. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. God bless. Peace. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to play these outtakes one more oh, time. What do you got? We got some outtakes, oh, man. We got to play the outtakes. Man. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> but this is like actually recording. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Okay. Bum, bum, That's it right here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Or should, I mean, it's our welcome back, man. How we doing, Brother Brandon Berg? We're back. Welcome to us. This is our sound check. Yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome to everybody back. who still remembers us from... 17 years ago when we made a last podcast episode. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, remember how was how we, was your birthday? How were the 2020s? Were they good? No, it wasn't been that long. It's been a mile. I'm though. seeing 2020. It's been a minute, like they say. Been a cool minute. So we're doing like a sound check here. Put my whiskers on the phone. Put my whiskers. We want to hear if the uh, the heaters picked up at all. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. That is crazy. Ooh, was that your lip? That's your actual lips though, right, bro? No, that's like my mustache. What does mine sound like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your beard. <laughs> yeah.